0: Oh hello everybody! I'm Kai Owen, and welcome Hi. to
1: Doctor Who's line is it anyway, where everything's basically made up, and neither script
2: nor canon matters. And uh, good night, God bless, and I love you all. <laughs>
3: Listeners, it's the end, but the moment has been prepared for. Well, I say it's the end. It's the end of this particular series of reviews that we're doing, based on series 12. Yes, it's timeless children review time. It's quite sad that we're coming to the end of this, and we're signing out in style, because we've got some special guests. I'll leave it up to me to introduce them, but it's the usual suspects, plus two extras. Ho ho ho, exciting. Are you excited? You should be. Here it is, Hello, listeners, and welcome to the party. We're calling it a party because, unlike many review shows that you may have heard in podcasts, there are seven of us doing this.
4: <laughs>
3: All the usual suspects, but we have been joined by two very special guests. We have drew hello, It's quite appropriate because Drew is our is our ainley master. So it's quite appropriate that we have the master on board, and we also have. You mean Jeff from the Didlier Done podcast? We have Mark. John has joined us as well. Hello, Mark.
1: Hello, Miles. Hello, uh, everyone. Hello. hello.
3: Lovely oh, to uh, lovely oh, to Mark. welcome you live. Mark has done a, a little bit of improv for us in the past, but not much. But he's uh, tiny bit, tiny bit, but uh, maybe hon- only the start, eh? Fingers crossed. <laughs> anyway, we're all here today to review a little thing called the Timeless Children that happened last week did we all watch it?
1: <laughs> yeah at least
0: I did um yeah. kinda
3: this isn't as silly a yeah. question as it first sounds because <laughs> in the early part of the season Sue wasn't able to watch any of the episodes and still reviewed them so
0: yeah yes, <laughs> yes. I, I watched I liked when
5: the doctor did the thing
0: <laughs> well you know that that thing that she does I watched part of it because that's all I could watch there were bits that there was no way that I was going to be able to.
3: Is this? Is so. it, are we talking earlier in the season or this one?
0: No, this one.
3: Yeah, I thought be, there was yeah, the, there was a bit of flashing going on.
0: Kind of made me pretty sad where the flashing was, except I was able to see some of the major scenes that I wanted to see, which was you know.
3: Yeah, and, and push and comes button. to shove, you could eh. you could always flash frame Sasha to one, so, so uh, freeze frame for oh, Sasha, so, uh, 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 so you were, so you were all right.
0: And I was like, yeah, that's all I'd have to do and say, yeah, the episode was absolutely amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, guys. See you later. Nothing, I did yeah. my review.
3: <laughs> Nothing new there, then. Right, so we'll, we'll just have a quick round the table and, uh, and find out what we all thought of it. So let's start with Randy. Oh, ha,
5: ha, I get to go first. You do. Um just totally in my <laughs> I Well, no, I, I, it was uh, very uh, daring, certainly. And I I have a lot of respect for that. I'm I'm not one of the people that gets upset at somebody screwing with established continuity and all that. I think it's kind of cool that Chris Chibnall had the the guts to go for something like this.
3: But did you like so it? I was impressed. Um, overall, yes. Okay, that's not a glowing recommendation, but it's still positive. <laughs> Sue, what did you think? What you could see of it
0: oh my god it was awesome 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 (laughs) it was beyond awesome
3: who could have possibly predicted that i know it's impossible (laughs) impossible to say that robin what about you
6: what it was sort of what i was expecting but i got to thinking about some stuff later overall it it was all right Uh, i liked the first half of
3: it better than the second half okay darren says
2: with some trepidation.
0: Oh, God. Oh, dear God. Here we go. Here we go. This is going to be fun. All right.
2: Uh, It was all right, I suppose.
4: (laughs) 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 Oh, my gosh.
2: Bit bit fan-wank. Sort of... uh, (laughs) I I don't know. It It was sort of a story of two halves. Half of it was really good and the other half was shite. Oh, sorry. I've, I was told I've got to keep my swearing under control for some reason.
3: I just said to tone it no! down a bit. <laughs> In deference to uh, our guests.
2: Gonna... <laughs> oh. Do any of our guests have any objection if I swear? Not me. No. Well, I the, the, then I thought the Timeless Child stuff was a load of old fucking bollocks. <laughs> <laughs> there it begins it's not that that I didn't like it or that I care about it uh, um, interfering with canon because I couldn't give a toss about that I just thought it was a bit sort of incoherent and all over the place and I mean we'll go into the notion of doctors being all over the place and all that but yeah it didn't work for me that bit but the sort of the rest of it was it was quite impressive
3: Okay, good. I'm glad we have something
2: positive to draw from this. Mark, what did you
3: think?
1: Uh, Disappointing, I thought, and it made me feel a bit sad when I thought about it the next day. Not in like a kind of. I wasn't sort of like smashed my television in with a hammer (laughs) and then posed for the press, sort of angry about it, but yeah, just kind of sad.
3: Okay. Uh, Drew?
5: Uh, I liked what it meant for the show. Uh, I didn't think it was done particularly well. Uh, I, th- I kind of agree that it was all over the place, and I think everything that didn't have anything to do with the Doctor was sort of inconsequential. But I'm really excited for future seasons of Doctor Who because of this. I think it really. I feel energized in the way that I felt after Fugitive of the Jadon. Like I, I feel like I don't know the series, uh, mm. and I'm I'm kind of ready to be uh, to explore it.
3: Yes, yes, indeed, yes. I, I I feel something something quite similar, I suppose, in many ways. I wasn't sure how I was going to feel about you know what the revelation was going to be if it was going to be you know that there were uh, was at least another regeneration cycle before the first before the first one that we've seen. But the fact that we seem to have a, a, a potentially infinite amount of doctors out there now. I think the Joe Martin Doctor actually said it quite well, that has the Doctor ever been stymied by what she was before? And the answer to that is no. And I think the fact that if obviously everything that led up to the story that we know, beginning with the Doctor previously, if that was all a separate thing, if you like... Then it doesn't really interfere with anything that we know. It doesn't necessarily change the story that we've we've learnt from the beginning, from the start of an unearthly child and, and running through from that. It just means that there was a a prequel that we weren't aware of, basically. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it doesn't it doesn't
2: it doesn't stop the first Doctor from being the first Doctor. No, I mean, I don't imagine not. that. I don't imagine that the child called itself Doctor.
3: No. No. Uh, although clearly the um, the Ruth Doctor called herself Doctor, so at some mm-hmm. point prior to the Doctor being the Doctor, the Doctor was called the Doctor. That was met with a stunned silence. That's, well, that, that's 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 well, assuming I mean, that
2: that's assuming the Ruth Doctor is before the Doctor. <clears throat>
0: yeah, and which and we again, still don't know. It really doesn't make a difference because the first Doctor that we know that we know of on the series because I mean there was the first Doctor that in you know for the show that's the first Doctor that we know yes so it's still the first Doctor it's not like even though there were infinite a number we didn't know the infinite number we didn't know there was anybody before we didn't know that there was a prequel we don't, we don't know, know what's know going how on how many
3: there have been before right I do think a lot I do think that potentially the entire season has been done to explain the brain of Morbius
1: yes Uh, I I think that as well. Can I just say that, to me, that seemed a bit like... If I had a small spot of bird shit on my car that had been there for a while, and I hadn't noticed it, it hadn't really bothered me, and then I came home one day and saw my car sat on the drive, and somebody had gone over it with a paintbrush, a massive paintbrush, and sloppily painted the whole car bird shit yellow. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Paint half over the windscreen, paint over the number plates, and then I've I've stood there, and there next to my car is a grinning Chris Chibnall, and I said to Chris, "What have you done to my car?" He said, "Well, I was just clearing up that little spot of bird shit, and so now I've got to drive around in a bird shit yellow car for the rest of my life." <laughs> And
3: this is why we asked you to come on.
5: <laughs> I think you're all missing the big picture, which is, of course, that the Shalka Doctor is now canon. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. All
5: I mean, them, done. Right? As
3: yeah. as is as is all the, the the curse
1: of fatal death. Yeah, yes, absolutely. That can all be canon. Any doctor is canon. Yeah, yeah but those can all be canon anyway, can't they? Oh yeah.
3: Well, they. Whatever. they, they Whatever. It was a, it was a slight problem before because how did you fit? any of you know Rowan Atkinson through to Joanna Lumley how did you fit any of that into the into the numerical sequence whereas now you can it's a difficult one actually because that was set with the master clearly knowing what's gone on It, it, it looked like it was set after Sylvester McCoy but you could equally argue that you know all of this happened pre Hartnell so yeah also, I mean, the
5: Celestial, uh, Celestial Intervention Agency could very well have wiped the Master's mind as well.
3: Yes, indeed, yeah. yeah very much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or there might, there might have been another Master prior to, you know, the, the Delgado mm-hmm. Master. Another, another, the same situation with that. We had that whole section, didn't uh, we, with the Matrix where the, it, it ran up to a certain point and then, then everything else had been removed. So there's a, there's a whole section that we don't know about, which is obviously the best way, because you, you don't want to know all the answers. It, it's ridiculous to, to, yeah. to try and know all the answers. We we need that mystery there. And we have now yet another mystery. We don't know who the Doctor is. We don't now know where the Doctor came from.
2: Hmm. And I, I've always assumed that there was uh, Masters previ- prior to the mm-hmm. Delgado Master, because he, he'd sort of exhausted his life's by you know the mm. deadly assassin is, is, yeah uh, assuming that we saw that the, the the peter pratt master was the one that followed
3: the the uh delgado master well
2: yeah i mean there was probably masters in between that as well but I, i'm assuming sort of kind of with the lifestyle that the master leads that he gets through them quite quickly and i've got an overwhelming you would have assumed,
5: i mean you? considering he's killed at the end of every episode he's in then
2: yes <laughs> yeah and i've suddenly got overwhelmed overwhelming desire to paint my bathroom bird shit yellow for some reason.
6: You also have the line from Eric Roberts Master in the, in the TV movie I've wasted all of my lives he mm. in the, when mm. he and the doctor fighting in the yeah. fighting in, the, in that fight scene. If you count them up there has to have been more than what we've seen on screen.
3: Well, if you just simply take everybody that we've known who, who's played the Master up to now... The fact that we knew that the Master had reached the end of his regeneration cycle, we haven't seen 13 of them, so quite clearly, there have been others that we haven't seen. So, that's good. Uh, Going back to the Doctor, though, Yes. This, uh, that wonderful little clip when the Doctor's trying to blow the Matrix by regurgitating every memory that, that she ever had in rapid succession... And that brilliant clip sequence that we saw—that was brilliantly done. It was brilliant. Yeah. But did you and notice? the music?
0: I never saw it. Did you hear it? Huh. Not because it sounded really.
3: bloody good.
2: <laughs> the music was positively divine. The
0: music was beautiful, but it was like, "What? What the hell's going on?" Yes. As soon as uh, it started, that was it. It was like, "Oh, aura time!" Hey, this is great.
3: Yeah.
1: I thought it was better than that time the doctor blew Irato.
3: <laughs> well you didn't fortunately get a clip sequence with that
5: now <laughs> <laughs> that's what fan fiction's for
3: <laughs> I'm sure some has already been written um, no but with that clip sequence um, if you notice it started with Jodie, the Jodie Whittaker Doctor and the recent memories that she'd had starting with the current story and working back through and then we got Capaldi, and then we got Matt Smith, and then we got Tennant, and then we got Eccleston, and then we got the War Doctor, and then we got the McGann Doctor from Night of the Doctor, and then we got the McGann Doctor from the TV movie, and then we got McCoy, and then you got Colin, and then you got Peter, and then you got Tom, and then you got John, and then you got Patrick, and then you got William, and then you got the Morbius Doctors, and then you got Joe Martin. So it looked like it was doing it in sequence. So it looks like <laughs> Chris Chibnall is saying that the Morbius doctors were, as you would expect, because in the in the mind bending contest, Morbius says, "How back, back, Doctor? How far have you lived? How long have you lived?" And it goes, the the the, the Morbius doctors that, that are shown on the uh, the mind bending apparatus were obviously the
2: ones that were supposed to come pre Hartnell, but. Given the doctor knows her life and is purging what she knows into the matrix, she doesn't know who the Joe Doctor is still. So how would she know where to place her?
3: Well, she wouldn't. But if if she's blowing all, mem- and presumably the memories are still there, they've just been suppressed. I don't know. This if is it's...
2: this is why I thought the timeless child stuff was bollocks. <laughs>
3: Um, if if and, and, and if the memories have been suppressed rather than removed, then subconsciously things could come to the surface. So, but irrespective of regards of whether she remembers them or not, that I think is what what that clip sequence was meant to imply was that the Morbius doctors were the ones that were immediately pre-Hartnell, and the, the Joe Martin doctor was prior to them what we don't know is what else fits in around that well,
1: lot. why does um the ruth doctor have a police box mm.
3: well these are the things that we don't know uh, yes. yeah <laughs> you see Yet. and this is this is <clears throat> and this is this is why it's good <coughs> that we that we have these things because it gives us something but, to discuss.
1: <laughs> but we had something to discuss. We had the Morbius doctors. Yes. <laughs> it's and just it rend- replaced one problem with, with different ones.
2: <laughs> and so.
3: And
1: that. it
2: rendered all the Brendan stuff on Ireland or the island or whatever the hell they called it because on the subtitles they called it the island rather than Ireland. Yeah, I noticed that. But it it, it, it rendered it all
1: complete bollocks, a complete waste of time. Which is a shame, because that was the nicest bit of Ascension the Cyberman. I thought. Yeah! It had this real nice
2: mystery to it, and then there was just like, in this episode, it was wrapped up with the back of a clock.
5: (laughs) Yeah, I got a different message out of it, I guess. Um, As far as I was concerned, the Brendan story was just the telling of the Doctor being found as the Timeless Child, but rather than seeing it as true events, what we were getting is a a muddled memory they couldn't hide the memory completely what they did was they covered it over with basically a facelift yes. or a different a desktop if you will um I think that's, it's I it's basically it. uh tek yes is is brendan's father finding the timeless child which is brendan which is the doctor um going through becoming a police officer which is of course the division yeah and what you're getting is divisions scrambling or redacting of the brain and if they can't redact it completely, what they've done is they've covered over. And so yeah, the yeah, time, yeah. the clock, is a representation of our Doctor and our time-traveling Doctor and so on and so forth. So, I mean, I think that's sort of what was being led to Believe is what we were getting is yes. the Brendan set up a mystery. And it was a bit of a red herring, I think, too. Because, I mean, a, you know, show of hands, who who was thinking it was Timeless Doctor, who thought it was um, Ashad, the the lone Cyberman, or, you know, like any of these mm-hmm. other things it yeah. could have been. And, and it... it it seems of a bit of a different disappointment now looking back on it uh, that that story didn't go in a different direction but I think it does explain, uh, I, I think it is explained in The, the Timeless Children.
4: Yeah, oh, no, I, the police.
3: I, I agree entirely because when we had the uh, the memories breaking through um, you saw the, the scene on Gallifrey with whoever that was talking to Tayun uh, and the Doctor, and
1: Julian that, Clary.
3: Uh, well, yes, yes, yes. Julian Clary figure, um, and then that sort of sort of flash cut back to the uh, the Brendan scenes with with him sat, you know, opposite his father and the the police sergeant.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: So that that makes perfect sense. And it, and it fits in with everything that uh, that we've been told. I think that's uh, that's that's brilliantly
2: spotted. Perhaps there's some subconscious level <coughs> to it that that's why the doctor chose a police box. The, the memories of Brendan oh, that's and clever. The I like box. that.
3: Yes, yes, or maybe um, the the because the TARDIS. Uh... Or maybe it was just wank. <laughs> or maybe maybe though because you know the, the tardis sort of bonding with the doctor um has taken that subconscious memory and mm-hmm. thought and and that it was the chameleon circuit didn't actually malfunction it was a conscious decision if you like by the tardis to this is what the doctor is so therefore this is the shape that I'm going to stay in yeah
2: it's so a good job it she wasn't a dildo manufacturer, isn't it? <laughs>
3: <laughs> it would explain some of the sonic screwdrivers.
5: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I think it's kind of fun that this is the second time we've seen Tech Teun, you know? Like we saw her before in the end of time in in 2010, right? As... as uh, the the doctor's mother the one which may have may or may not not been uh, a weeping angels according to uh to some theories but uh
3: was that the same was that the same woman
5: well rtd said that was his, supposed to be representative of his mother and uh you know if if that was his mother then tek is certainly the doctor's quote-unquote
4: the closest mother
3: figure that the doctor's got yes yeah. yes it was it's an interesting thing, isn't it, that the decision was made by the um as at the at the time then Shabogans, that they were going to impose this limit of twelve regenerations uh, uh, which obviously implies that the 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 only time lord without a limit or imposed on them is the timeless child i e the doctor so the doctor. Has a limitless amount of regenerations available,
4: uh-huh.
2: which begs the question: which, Why did the Doctor need the Time Lords to intervene and give him another regeneration cycle? Well,
3: maybe he didn't. Yeah. Maybe he actually didn't.
5: Yeah, I, I think. I think if if this becomes too convoluted, then Chibnall or whoever comes ahead.
3: Maybe he because he believed that he didn't have any left. The. He was subconsciously sort of suppressing it, and the and what the Time Lords sent was unlocking that suppression to actually let allow what came naturally to come about.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well,
6: that was a resounding um,
3: endorsement. I mean, the bottom line is we we still what we are, what we're left with now is as many questions as we had before. Just if not more slightly different questions. if not more, it's just slightly different questions, yeah, and that surely is a good thing, because, as we've said previously, the one thing that we don't want is to know everything because if you know everything, then there's no story, well there's no backstory anyway worth speaking of, there's no mystery to the character, and with the, when you've got a, a a series where the 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 title of the show is a question. <laughs> you really don't want that question answered so we've been left with more questions now than we started with and plenty of 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 subject for discussion and for sort of hypotheses as to as to what can possibly be the state of affairs that we're currently in i think it's brilliant i think it's it's an inspired choice which doesn't interfere with with what we knew before it just means that there's more than we knew before
1: I do think it takes away a little bit from the I, I know people say that as far as the Doctor's concerned um, the William Hartnell, you know the first Doctor was the first Doctor so yes. they still had that evolution but for me it, it. I liked the fact that they were, that they honestly truly were just a, an ordinary uh, uh, in speech marks an ordinary Time Lord who'd got fed up with the Time Lords stole a TARDIS and ran away yes rather than them being the progenitor of the entire Time Lord race and the fact that every Time Lord now has Doctor DNA in them
4: yeah oh yeah
1: it's too that's too big it's made them too big for me it feels unwieldy Uh, and and in the same way that uh, I think the fact that now there can be an almost infinite number of Doctors or however many you want that feels too bloated and unwieldy. I don't like that. I like it more concise and more streamlined mm. and that's the, what the, made the, me sad, the thing is me the
3: thing is though that with the with what you're saying there about there being a limited number of doctors is that there were always going to be ways and means round that anyway, if the show is going to continue going onwards. I mean we've already now gone past the original idea. Which wasn't even the original idea, really the original idea was it wasn't, <laughs> wasn't even that the doctor changed no you know that then came about because Hartnell was growing old getting uh, getting ill and the production team wanted to wanted to find a way of continuing the show but with a different actor in the part um, mm-hmm. so the re- whole regeneration idea sort of came through that that wasn't even part of it to start with but if you look at if you consider that to be the original idea then there were only the 12 we've gone past that or the 13, the 12 regenerations we've gone past the 13 now so we're already into another thing so if if it does that then it continues to grow and it becomes limitless anyway
1: yeah but it's uh, one story saying this is how every 12 13 doctors saying this is how the doctor gets a new regeneration cycle or something is very different from uh, this now an infinite number of doctors in the Doctor's past and we can spend the next few years, every time a character turns up, going, "Oh, is this the Doctor?
5: Yes. Well, I mean, I don't see how it's any different from everyone going, "Oh,
1: is this the Ronnie? Ooh, is this Susan? Ooh, is this Barusa? <laughs> <Susan>. <laughs> well, no, no, exactly, but now it's just given another character to do it with. It's well, just, but, yeah.
0: I mean, you, it still has. Hartnell could be... You know, I'm tired. I'm tired of this whole time lord life. I've had multiple yes. doctors in front of me. I'm tired of this crap. Taking the TARDIS. Screw you guys. I'm going out yeah. instead of I'm going home. Yeah. Screw you guys. I'm going out. And out he goes. And then the story continues. It doesn't invalidate any of that at all. He can be no, no, no. this. No, I, I, at all. I, 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 but I agree. The, and we really don't know. We, we never knew of the ones before. So until now. We just never knew of the ones before, and to be real honest with you, unless they keep popping up, like Joe keeps popping up here and there, we're really not going to hear too much about them all mm. the time. And yeah. I because they would be they wouldn't want to use that as a plot device every single time.
3: Yeah, and also we still have that missing section, for, which could be quite a substantial missing section from the Matrix, which could completely. Contradict everything that we currently we think we've been told.
1: Mm. Well, this is true. Also, I don't think we can really judge this series properly at all. That time law re- revelation until you know for another two or three years, quite possibly. Oh,
3: easily, easily, yeah. so, and, and possibly oh, yeah. more, considering how frequently the series is, looks like it's being shown. Yeah. Um, you know, you, you, then, we may have to go two, three, yeah. four series down the line. Before we can properly, properly Get a, a handle on exactly mm-hmm. What the ramifications of everything We've seen in this season are
0: And because everything's fluid yeah. If you get a new showrunner They'll go, no, nah, no, nah, nah, I don't want to go that way well, exactly. And all of a sudden everything's suddenly changed And yeah. well, well, we're just yeah. going to write it So that, that didn't happen This was all a dream you know, yeah. she wakes yeah. up in the shower I mean, just the
2: master the master manip the master yeah. manipulated the matrix and it was all a yeah. lie.
0: Yeah. Mm. yeah, exactly. And so it's something exactly. you never know what the next showrunner's gonna do. I mean you could pull a JR, uh, they woke up in the shower and the master manipulated yeah. it. You know, yeah. that
3: type of thing. Um So is this just you, you just wanting don't... to see Sasha Dawan in the shower? <laughs>
4: I yes, please. I did not
3: please. say that. I did not say that at all. I did not say that at all. No, but you, we could we could hear your mind ticking over at that point. No,
0: no, no. But I w- I will say this. Hmm. I wasn't quite batshit, was I?
2: Hmm.
0: Some of my theories weren't quite batshit, were they? Hmm.
2: Well, you had, Just you, say had that. Just you had say that. <laughs> most of them were. I, <laughs>
0: yes. I don't know about that, Darren. You, yes, to be you, fair. Need to, you and Robin need to get together now. No. <laughs> Was, <laughs> no, it was Miles and Robin.
3: <laughs> Sue, Sue did come up with with the idea that, that possibly um, the master was cloned from the Doctor, which isn't yeah. exactly what we're talking about here. But yeah.
4: is, there was, you, you kind
3: of sort of work that into it. So you weren't maybe a million miles from, you know...
0: See, so I wasn't quite... So, I mean, that bat only had one wing, so I wasn't... Well, and probably didn't shit. So the bat... I wasn't really... If it did, bad. it was on Mark's
3: car. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then Chris Chibnall painted it yellow, I know.
3: <laughs>
0: or brown. It would have to be brown. I'm sorry, Mark. It'd have to be brown.
5: Not if it's bad shit, but, um, you know, that's... <laughs>
3: <laughs> so we're, we're, we seem to have a... And I think this will be the case across fandom. A divided opinion, and exactly what has happened, and what the ramifications of what has happened is, and what the the general consensus of, of, of feeling is about what's happened with the doctor. But with the rest of the story, what did we think about what happened with the Cybermen?
5: Wow. I came into well, this. Uh, I came into Timeless Children really excited, based off of the uh, ascension of the Cybermen where I really liked the idea that the Siberium or whatever, they were becoming religious zealots. I liked the idea in the same way that they'd sort of done... What I find more of the f- few interesting things about the Daleks is this kind of like the cult of Scaro and, and the religion of m- machines. You know, we, we've seen religious robots before, and I know they're not robots where they wanted to be, but I was really excited about it. And then I kind of just got rid of that. So we'll, I mean is there any, are there any cybermen left because the lone cyberman was supposed to be like the end of the cyber empire and now they're gone is that it
3: yeah well we were supposed to have seen the very last dalek weren't we but then yeah. you know, there's always mm-hmm. there's always more somewhere you know the the time so, it, lo- the time lords have all been wiped out it's a safe bet that there's a few knocking around somewhere
1: yeah, uh, th- yeah. To be fair, there's there's quite a good chance that there's just some random uh, cyber carriers parked in space that no one knows about. <laughs> yeah, just like exactly. yeah, Yeah.
0: And there was an escape hatch for the master. So
6: well, let's see. There was a big ass cyber cyber ship hovering over Gallifrey. So that crap the They didn't beam the, uh, down. The c- they didn't beam all beam down onto the planet.
2: <laughs> <laughs> the Cybermen did actually feel like a pretty decent threat on board the ship. You know, stomping around and shooting and everything. Though they couldn't. They couldn't hit, uh, couldn't hit anything. They couldn't—they couldn't, they couldn't <laughs> piss a fly off a box seat. But
0: yeah, I, yeah, I was kind of concerned about the fact that their aim was so damn bad. I mean, there was somebody standing directly in front of them, and they—they they hadn't had their
5: coffee yet. They just got stormtroopers.
0: <laughs> it was like Jesus. Stormtroopers shoot better than that.
3: It was quite dark in that cyber ship as well.
4: So
0: had to be. I mean, I don't—I can't shoot a gun to save my life. I never did, except for those little things in the arcade, and I couldn't shoot that either. But these guys were like, uh, um, "She's right in front of you." They got, one, they
5: got, one, we'll they the got one person. What's her name? God. Oh yeah, they, they they
3: they get they always get the non-speaking Bisco. roles, don't
2: they?
1: So I just <laughs> checked my notes. They made
2: they made stormtroopers look like Lee Harvey Oswald.
4: <laughs>
0: That's gonna be the line. The best line out of the entire pod, podcast right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> oh my god! So I think the bird shit one's going to take some beating personally. <laughs>
3: no, the bird
4: shit, the, the bird, bird, bird shit shit. too. With,
3: with Chris the bird shit, one's well, definitely the best analogy.
4: Yeah.
3: Yeah. So the <laughs> so I, I, one thing I, d- I did really, really like was um, it was the the face off between the master and Ashad. When um, Ashad said, "Oh, the, the particle, you know, the Siberian will not be released whilst I live," and the Master just goes, "Oh, oh well," and then bang, that's it,
2: just just him yeah, yeah.
3: there and then.
2: Yeah, we shall learn, learn no more about your story. Yeah. Off you pop. Yeah, exactly.
3: Yeah, just this this <laughs> major threatening cyber part Cyberman uh, that has been so impressive, just just stopped in his tracks like that. I thought that was that was excellent. And this this uh, current master is really ruthless isn't he? Really Oh,
4: he is. Brilliant. He's the Joker. So
3: good. Hmm. He is. He yeah. kind of is. He's, he's even like, wearing ah! the same <laughs> color coat.
1: Yeah. Yes. And well, he, my he only because a little joker him. dance after he's got the Siberian in him.
2: Yep. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. My favorite. The only one were, Shoot him.
2: Boom. Only one question: um, He shrunk the half Cyberman with the Tissue Compression Eliminator,
4: Yes. which is a <laughs> Tissue
2: Compression Eliminator. Yes. Uh, why didn't just the tissue compress? And the, well,
5: metal the same suits way, stay everyone's clothes was? from the original Delgado Master also shrinks, unless they're yeah. wearing meat suits. It's you know.
0: Well, to be honest, wouldn't and? I mean even metal. You wouldn't. Well, you would say tissue as far as flesh, but even metal is composed of whatever. I guess he shrunk the whole thing. Compress. He should have called it a compressor instead of the tissue. Well, we
5: we saw that in the um the Tesla episode too, or was it the Tesla episode or the second episode where he's he's going through the science fair shrinking everybody?
3: Oh yeah 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 yeah. 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 And um, and and, you couldn't have
1: it where the. Sorry, you couldn't have it where the master was shrinking people with it, with this tissue compression uh, uh, compression thing and um, people and as people shrunk um, their fillings stayed the same size and <laughs> exploded their heads
5: <laughs> it's so cool or they were crushed under the buttons of their coat there's zipper <laughs> oh, crossing oh
0: yeah well you know it would have been hard <laughs> they and fall into
5: their own shoes Bruce's
0: Death one hundred and one. can you imagine trying to stick the Cybermen a full side and I Cybermen? have to
3: say that that um, historically we do have precedent because I seem to remember in Planet of Fire the master using the tissue compression eliminator uh, uh, com- tissue compression eliminator we're really struggling with this word today <laughs> on chameleon
4: <laughs> oh oh yeah Yes. Yeah,
3: so yep, you're right. I reckon that the tissue compression eliminator was originally just that, and the masters tweaked it over time so that it will, it, it will compress anything within that field of its mm-hmm. range. Yeah. That puts yeah. that conversation to bed. Right, moving
2: onwards. <laughs> That's a polite way of saying shut the fuck up, Darren
3: <laughs> No, it, it's just it, it it is literally we you no know, we do have a precedent for it. And uh, you know, you could say that chameleon was not that dissimilar to, to a Cyberman, really. There's possibly some organic parts in him. He was mostly robot. Um interesting that the um that the plan that the Cyberman had was to basically turn the cybermen into robots. Yeah, it was boring. It was boring. And the master rightly pointing it out <laughs> that it was boring. But at least explained
5: mm. what explained what he was doing to the oh, Cybermen in yeah. the previous episode. Yes. Where it just shows the, the the Cybermen screaming. He's removing the organic parts from them.
4: Yeah.
3: Yeah. Since when, by the way, did the Cyber the the organic parts of the Cybermen become human remains as opposed to actual humans. Yeah. I thought that the, the the part with the thing was that they were part organic, part machine, and the machine yeah. parts were the one that controlled them. Not that they were they they had to be um, had to have organic bits in them. Whether they yeah. were Yeah, it
2: was sort of, it was sort of made, made to sound like they were just sort of scooping out bits of dead human, and yeah. Yeah. Well, that, that they, didn't they really sort work.
0: of were, and in this episode but that would invalidate everything that happened in the Lumic episode because they well that's not a bad thing
2: (laughs) but just just disguising uh, when the companions disguising themselves as Cybermen was quite a neat nod to um, Attack of Cybermen where they scooped out a cyber helmet
3: yes and also to Ian Chesterton in the (laughs) Darlings.
2: yeah yeah Yeah,
3: that's true yeah or the Doctor in Pyramids of Mars Know, disguising yeah. yourself yeah. as the as the enemy has always been a good thing and let's face it I, I thought that was quite quite how easy it is to scoop out a Cyberman this <laughs> is another question in time yeah but that was a that was a beautiful scene wasn't it when when Ashad came and was wrenching open those doors and glaring at the Cybermen within as if to go, there's something different with you mm. um, I was half expecting him to yeah. sort of rip one of them to pieces but it's just as well for uh the the companions that they didn't, although that could have that could have led back to what was we talked to ag- so in Orphan 55, wouldn't it? If they did that to Yaz,
2: never enough.
6: That yeah.
3: I was
0: half expecting <laughs> somebody to sneeze. Yeah. In fact, Yaz was amazing. Gosh, you always pick on Yaz. I feel so bad. I'm gonna cry now.
2: Yaz was Yaz was good, and I loved the conversation between her and Graham. Oh, I thought that, that, that was, oh, was really that really earned. Except it wasn't, nice
4: con- wasn't
5: earned at all. I mean at what when did we ever see evidence of any of the stuff that that he said? I'm not saying it well, wasn't a beautiful
2: that, scene. I just Yeah, I mean it was a beautiful scene, but yeah, I totally agree with you. Yeah. I mean, I she hasn't I loved done
5: a it. Fucking I thing. think they're both excellent <laughs> actors and I think it was a lovely scene and you know, had it maybe come had they done anything I, I would have <laughs> been me, like, yeah, 100%. she
0: did. She did take she did take control in various at various times and he felt this, that she missed a couple strong. times in
5: this season, yeah,
0: yeah, but not not I in mean, this season. Think, last season too, he just felt she was strong.
3: Yeah. I think I think it, it's all the episodes that we've not seen. Like, and like, I think that's know, a fine the one, the way one, of the one with the octopus jeers at the beginning of Orphan Fifty Five. Maybe <laughs> maybe Yaz had a had a really prominent role in that.
2: <laughs> she was a lovely coffee table. She, she will
4: always be uh, remembered as uh, that.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yaz is a marvelous character.
3: I, I do like the fact that we've we've seen Yaz be a lot more proactive and and uh, taking charge of things. More. I mean that you know when they're all stood outside the boundary and Graham's going right well we've got this thing and we've got we've got to go through it. who's going to be the first and Yaz just strides forward and just walks straight through it without any question, and the others follow. Yeah, you know, yeah she that has...
5: that really feels like yeah. that the previous scene was only put in there so that she would be... someone would go through it first and that would be her. Yeah. I mean, I I, I have been rooting for more and better Yaz. I am a big supporter of Yaz. I'm just saying uh, a couple of scenes in this season have been less of what I think organically would be happening with the characters and more like, the script really needs you to do this now or people have been claiming that you need to be doing something. Um, I mean, it's... it's I, I'm not belittling anyone's opinion of Yaz because I, I, I think she's very cool and I want to see more from it but it there was the, the fam's inclusion in this story was so inconsequential Uh it had it was just essentially running around to fill extra
2: time it was such a bummer yeah. you know
4: was, sorry was, <laughs> I think, I think yeah, we yeah, will see there. more of
2: Yaz yeah. with um sorry Oops, do go shoot.
3: on, Hold on. Oh, reversing. okay I'm uh, I'm back.
0: I know the car turned off. I'm back. Sorry about the dinging.
3: There is um there is one question regarding Yaz and indeed uh, Graham and Ryan as well. In the the doctor sent them back in the to- in one of the other tardises, which. <laughs> Which brilliantly materialised as a house. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah no, Listen, there's just um, random
2: tardises left all over the place, isn't there? There's a fucking tree. To, there's a house. Back to
3: 21st century Earth, and the Doctor's saying well, the tardises will take you back there so you can you can get on with your lives. And then obviously at the end of the episode, the Doctor is, you know, trapped in that uh, in that uh, prison, high security prison. Have we a f- have have we possibly just seen? The end of the other of three companions. Is that the end of their story? Because well, of, we do
2: know we do know that Graham and um, uh, Ryan are both Ryan leaving. Are
3: leaving. Mm-hmm. Do we know that they're leaving yet? Yeah, yeah we, we do. Next?
2: Yeah, well,
5: it's, it's all highly rumored. It's
6: highly rumored, and
0: it's. Several different I don't
6: reports. think we've gotten
5: confirmation from anybody, no. but it's I been think, a pretty. I think pers-
0: Bradley announced it. I thought Bradley oh, announced it on. Yeah.
5: Yeah. I, don't, so I, a, I, I, yeah.
3: I haven't heard anything. We, what we do know is that um, Tosin Cole is, has got a major role in a new series that's coming up. But considering when they're they're doing the filming for next series, that doesn't necessarily mean a conflict with that. We know Bradley Walsh is obviously very busy generally anyway, but that hasn't stopped him from filming what he's done so far. So until we get some sort of official announcement that that one, two, or three of them aren't uh, continuing, then I think we have to regard anything as just rumor, really, or supposition. How reliable is the sun? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah.
5: Because all I'm getting a lot of oh, articles from a reliable
3: the sun. <laughs> boy's
4: car Well, it, it depends.
3: Uh, are we talking? Are we talking about relaying information or about hounding people to suicide?
5: Ooh, oh, they're very good at that. Ooh, yeah. Most of them are. Are they? Well, I this episode
2: it, took a
3: dark turn. That was a bit dark, wasn't it? <laughs> ooh,
4: yeah.
0: Well, um. I I also heard that Mandip was looking has had other offers and so she was also looking and so if, if there is a possibility that you're right, Miles, that it might have been we're home. And well, that's it.
3: You have to consider that uh, these are these are actors who obviously do what they do for a living, and if right. the, if the series is going to be filmed for six to nine months... and is only going to be done every 18 months... or thereabouts... then that's a lot of period of time... that they're not going to be working... unless they take other work on board.
4: Mm. So, And they're so
0: young. They're so young. They don't want to... I mean they could go on the, the con yeah. circuit... but they're so young... And they're so good that I'm sure they're sought after highly sought after mm. for both theater and because you guys have the most beautiful West End and for both theater and and film
3: I didn't know you'd seen
0: my
2: West End I, di- I did like that the the, the um, that brought them home it, 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 it brought them home it, it, it materialized as a house and it materialized conveniently in front of a doormat <laughs> <laughs>
3: Well, it, no, it just it materialised on the grass and with a doormat in front of it. The doormat was part of the materialisation. I did like, though, that when they stepped into it, in any of those TARDISes, that we got the uh, the hum. We got the hum and we got the noises from the original TARDIS.
2: Yes, we got something that looked like a TARDIS instead of a load of dildos on on a plinth.
0: Well, you know what then? I mean, if that, <laughs> if that house stays there... And again with the dildos, <laughs> no, There's dildos.
4: There's a lot of
2: dildos in this episode.
0: <laughs> you know, with that house there...
6: Podcast is not podcast rate, is rated not safe for work. Well,
0: think about this. That house is there. Yaz has been looking for a place to live. Boom, her own series. There we go. We know that Joe is going to be doing a Netflix thing for Division. So, boom, there's Yaz's chance. (laughs) Goes into the house. She doesn't have to go home with her mom or her sister or anybody else. She moves into the TARDIS. Done. Bye, Tosin. You're gone. Bye, bye, Ryan. You go home.
5: I think the TARDIS is going to be housing the three people from the future who have... It's sort of in the same way you have Adam from the first series, who's been to the future and knows a bunch of information that is out of time. Suddenly you have three human beings... I mean, you know, who knows what kind of future diseases they have. Uh, yeah. You know, there's a, there's a, there's a the lot quarantine. going on.
2: <laughs> could any of those step up as a new... The coronavirus. Yeah. Could any of those step up as a new companion? I mean, I think Ethan would be quite a good
5: oh,
4: yeah.
2: new companion. Well. I liked him. I thought he was a good character. Yeah. yeah. No, I think. Could have, know, been, could have been given more to do. Well, they, they started off with, what, like seven or
5: eight characters. Uh, they killed off the two most interesting ones right off the bat. Most of them, the other ones didn't have anything to say. Kill those off. But you left with Ethan. What was um, oh
2: ravioli or what, yeah ravioli or whatever oh, raviolo Ravi- Ravi- and, Ravioli.
5: and uh, Jedlarmi. Who uh, those three? You know, uh, there's there's something. I like the oh, idea whoa. that the doctors left a couple of extra Tardises on the planet for for uh, you know thirty years from now. Uh, whoever's the showrunner is going to be like, hey, remember that time thirty years ago they had they left two extra Tardises <laughs> that everyone forgot about.
4: <laughs> They're going to be
5: pivotal in what's going to happen next.
3: Well, but none of the fans are yeah. going
5: to remember those. It doesn't matter. It's part of who history. It's canon. They're well, going to let, run let's it let's like. Not,
3: let's not forget that the the master has spent a lot of time on, on Earth and has yes, escaped many times. And for all we know, he's left TARDISes scattered hither and thither as well. Yeah. There's going to be TARDISes all over the place. But because they're disguised, <laughs> we don't know it. We don't know it, and we can't get into them. So.
0: You realize that that house is going to show up on HGTV as a house-flipping show. People are going to be moving into the house to flip the show, or flip the house, and suddenly it's going to take off in the TARDIS boom new show. There you go. How's that?
3: Showrunner, you guys can send your checks right here. I want to know what the neighbors are going to say. Oh, shit. Who just moved in next door? i like I yeah, wanna like... Sure, <laughs> I'm sure when I'd I left for work this morning, there wasn't a house there. My... The workers are becoming efficient. (laughs) I built that one in a hurry.
0: Where did the house go in my backyard? Who the hell put that there?
3: And you just know that it's going to to be obscuring somebody's view of something, so there will be complaints to the council.
0: And they'll want to tear it down.
3: Good luck with that.
5: Well, I mean, oh. the head don't seem to have a problem getting inside TARDIS's these days, so who knows? Yeah. Security's gotten yeah. really lax Maybe in the TARDIS. Maybe
0: that's going to be her new companion, we've a had,
3: Jadoon. We've had
0: this quite a lot, haven't we,
3: recently? We had last, year, last season, we had the
5: Kerblam um, man. man,
3: the Wham Bam Thank You Man, getting in easily enough. And this series, we've had the Keshavin getting in, almost getting in, and then the Jadoon getting in.
0: Right. Don't
5: forget the um, Titanic. The bald guy. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah, yeah, the, the, the Whit Willy. Yeah. 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 Well, although, t- although as an eternal he would, or an eternal, eternal uh, equivalent figure, an um, an immortal being from with outside of the realms of the universe, you have to assume that the the normal rules don't necessarily apply to him in the same way as the Keeper of track and could he? Does that mean appear? that
5: the doctor can get in without a key or snapping now? Because is uh, older than
3: probably all of them. Yeah. Yeah. In addition to yeah, I mean, 4.2 when... <laughs> billion years.
0: D- didn't you have precedent for, in in Nuhu at least, with the Titanic crashing through the wall of the TARDIS? I oh, mean, that's shoot. true. Yeah. I yeah. mean, if the Titanic can come in, anybody can come in. Hello. Mm. Walk on in. <laughs> Don't need a key. Yes. So what it's you're good. saying
5: is, Doctor Who's canon is inconsistent at best.
4: (laughs) Gotcha. And we really
5: shouldn't be taking any of this particularly seriously because it is in fact
2: a television
4: program. Yes, thank you!
2: You wouldn't know it by some of the people on Twitter and YouTube.
6: Oh my god, social media. Uh,
2: Particular shout out to the guy who made a six hour long review with a lot of blubbing about uh... It's ruined the show forever.
3: A six-hour six-hour review. That's actually better yeah, than some of ours.
2: No, absolutely God. serious. Uh, there was an awful lot of crying in it as well. Did you
0: seriously watch the whole thing?
2: Did I? I would Fuck. have been
0: like, I would have been like, <laughs> hour two. Blah.
2: I I listened to the first ten minutes out of morbid curiosity.
6: I would have lasted twenty I I don't think I would have lasted ten minutes.
0: Oh man. Well I have friends that we just don't talk.
6: Because ten cause after ten minutes of listening to somebody piss and moan and bitch and whine, it's like, okay, I'm done. You have nothing relevant to say.
2: It was an interesting ten minutes. God knows what the six hours is like. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I can't imagine many people wanting to sit through the six
2: hours. God. No, I can't.
3: I'm sure if they agreed with him, they would.
0: Oh, yes. man. Well, you know, yeah, it's a television
2: show. Come on, guys. There's a it lot a worse going show. on in
0: the world right now. Like, yeah. uh, you know, yeah. this wonderful virus. Yeah, I
2: mean, this is... This is like I said, this is why it doesn't doesn't particularly bother me, whether it messes with canon or whatever you want to call right. it. Or Well, you know, like, um, like
3: we've always said... It, canon in Doctor Who is decisively fluid anyway uh, yeah it is yeah.
2: Um, mm-hmm. you know I didn't particularly like the way it was done uh, I thought it was messy but am I going to start burning all my Blu-rays and DVDs and never watch John Pertwee episode? no of course I'm not it, it, you know it doesn't no. well it's doesn't not really like was the first
5: person to drastically change the show it's not no. like RTD yeah. I don't know Blew up all the Time Lords and yeah. created a Time War and made the Doctor the last one. I mean, yeah, that's still uh, fairly more drastic. And they went, "Oh, yeah, we can we can retcon that, no problem." Yeah. Ooh, look, Clara's responsible for every decision the Doctor has ever made. Now we're gonna retcon
2: that as well. Yeah That was that was. You know why? That was far worse in my. And opinion. you know
0: why? Because yeah. the Doctor has boobs now, and so now things really, really hit the fan. This this whole. The boobs. That's the whole...
5: Boobs.
2: The low fan. Mm, you know? But of course, if Cla- if Clara's responsible for every decision the doctor's ever made, fuck me, she's been busy. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Infinite doctor, she's been fucking everywhere. <laughs> Poor cow can't have had a rest for five
4: minutes. <laughs> oh my God. You're
3: terrible! You're terrible. <laughs> uh, let's also not forget, as well, the furore that blew up about the war doctor when that particular plot line came into
2: being. And, and oh, people on Twitter shit their peanuts over that. <laughs> indeed. And
3: and are we? Uh, is is anybody really giving a stuff about it now? Is it just? It's just been accepted into the yeah. You know, into the into the history of the show. As, well, as it's not only be been
2: it's not only been accepted. Big Finish have turned it into a series, and it's a it, it's a really loved series. Or it mm. was until yep. John Hurt sadly passed away. It was the last I mean, thing yeah.
3: that he did, wasn't it?
2: Yeah, yeah. it was a and it, I mean, it was phenomenal. Yeah,
3: you know, and it's wonderful to think that we we know that the show is is now attracting actors of the calibre of John Hurt and Derek mm-hmm. Jacobi and
2: Yeah, I mean uh, landing someone like John Hurt is a bloody big deal. I mean, and especially for Big Finish.
3: Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And they want to do it. It's not like, oh, uh, well, yeah, okay, well, you could talk to me. No, they want to do it. They want mm. to be part of it. They want to be part of this wonderful show. It's exciting.
2: There was a lovely article this week. I think it's probably in the Doctor Who magazine. I don't know because I don't buy it. But um, <laughs> with, with jo- <laughs> what's what's fucking funny about that? For God's sake. Look, I saw it on Twitter. Shut up! Leave me alone. <laughs> Joe Martin was talking about uh, the, the character of the Doctor and how much she's enjoying it, and uh, that she'd basically sort of said she'd melt if she ever met Tom Baker. She sort of, yes, yeah, she, you know, she was really yeah. quite effusive over yes. the history and the past Doctors, yeah. which I thought was nice.
0: She said something about she'd curtsy. She said, I don't know what I would do. I think I would curtsy. And it was yeah. like, oh, is that ever sweet? And and that's when everybody said, okay, Big Finish, make it happen. Yeah. And that became a thing where it was like, make it happen. Well, so I, think if, I think if it is
3: going to happen, then realistically it probably would be on Big Finish. Oh, because yeah. Tom Baker doesn't really do conventions. And unless he comes back in to do a cameo of some sort, and it happens to be in an episode that she's in, then... I can't really see any other way that that the two of them are actually going to meet, particularly in character.
0: It would be wonderful to have them together.
2: They are bringing back the curator.
3: Well, they have brought back the curator in that Paul McGann series, haven't they? Where he's stranded on Earth.
6: Yeah, that comes out, I think they said it comes out in June,
3: the
4: Mm -hmm. first.
3: Mm-hmm. That that would be interesting, because the whole thing with the curator is that it's sort of hinted at that he is... um, He's a, a different, a future incarnation of the Doctor revisiting one of his old faces, but it's not specifically said to be that—that that to be a fact. And so, are, how are they going to deal with it? Are they going to just—I would hope—they would leave it with that sort of air of mystery to it, that it could be or it couldn't be. And if it's done well, then it could work really nicely. But if it's—if it's sledgehammered in, then you know, it could—it could spoil things. But big Finish be is usually pretty good with this kind of thing, so yeah. I trust them to, to, not, to not screw it there up. There was
2: one thing that disappointed me about the episode, actually, is that we got about four seconds of Joe Martin's Doctor, and I thought I we, we deserved a bit more than that because yeah. I thought she was awesome. Well,
3: I think I think Blah. that what we got with with Joe Martin's me. Doctor was done to sort of fit that part of the story into the episode. I don't think for a second that we've seen the last of her in the same way as I don't think... Oh, no. As no, I don't no, no, think no. we've seen the last of Sasha Duan, despite the fact that it would appear that everything organic has been... has been no, no. Uh, wiped out from Gallifrey. The Master got
2: out. Oh, the Master.
1: The Master oh, the always survives... <laughs> The last words yes. of the master are quick through here, yeah. aren't they? At the yeah. end of dip, he'll,
3: so. he'll have had some, some so, convenient transmat to have whipped him away at the last second mm. before, you know, when he saw the finger go on the button mm. from Kashamas. Uh, as soon as he saw that finger go, it's like, I'm out of here, boys. And he'll have gone Sorry, back to his TARDIS. Sorry, bye.
4: <laughs> he'll have gone
3: back to his TARDIS. Whatever shape that's in. Yeah, if, if
1: only the master had been armed with some sort of gun or weapon, he might have been able to stop Koshama <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like or,
3: or some sort of tissue compression eliminator.
5: Oh oh or or the fact that there were twelve heavily armed cyberlords oh, all pointing guns exactly. and they had a conversation where he slowly handed the grenade over to her <laughs> and then she walked off. <laughs> Not definitely least favorite part of that. They'd episode. have all missed. Yeah, that's it. They're all firing constantly.
3: <laughs> Well, they did all shoot him, and it was... it. Yes, was, after yeah. he
5: had handed it off and after she had left the platform.
1: Yes, yes.
3: But it took all of them to shoot him. But they did all shoot him before he <laughs> before he pressed the button, and it was his dying twitch.
1: Yeah. It always is, though, isn't <laughs>
3: it? He had a twitchy it's finger. It's dying twitch. <laughs> <laughs> if I push this button, it will remove that bird shit from my car. <laughs> cool.
1: the, the, yeah, the the shit particle
3: the shit the, sh- the shit particle <laughs> <laughs> that's what he that's what was in his chest <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no wonder he was pissed off <laughs> i
0: i loved the outfits i loved the cyber time lords i thought they were beautiful costumes i thought it was just
3: I have to say that what what they've done with the with the cyber design in these last two or three stories has been mightily impressive. It has. Um, You know the whole the whole thing with the shad worked really well. I thought that the the cyber warrior class with the gelling of the uh, of the invasion cybermen with the earth shock cybermen with the with the cyber cybermen
2: worked really well. They they looked absolutely beautiful. And,
3: yeah, and Yeah. Apart from the lights, I don't like the lights. No. In the same way oh, as I don't as I don't like the lights always being on in the Tardis, because every time you see the Tardis just stood on the street, so the lights are blaring out of it. It's fairly obvious that it's not an ordinary <laughs> police box. It, it shouldn't have the lights on at all. That's, well, that's the, just a personal uh, thing. I uh, asked
0: if the helmet was heavy. And one of the actors said, "No, in fact, it was extremely light because that was something I wondered: as with that beautiful arc across the top of the helmet, if that would make if the helmet was extremely heavy and or, or hard to move in." He said, "No, it was extremely light." Hmm. So that that was kind of interesting because that, that does, was the last thing I thought.
2: It does beg the question, though: why the Cybermen have handles on their heads? Because they clearly don't need them. No, well,
3: why do they, why do they need anything? You know, why did they need the? Um,
2: why the do they even the, exist? Why Fuck did, them!
3: Why did they need the little, the little golf balls in the past that that um, <laughs> that linked <laughs> that linked the tubing together?
2: And why have they suddenly got spikes on their shoulders?
3: Well, that's obviously to stop birds from sitting on them. <laughs> <laughs>
2: They're just dressing
5: for the occasion. <laughs>
3: oh God. I did like I did like that bit when the master forced one of the cybermen to shoot the other one, and it then regenerated. Yeah. The way that the first cybermen just looked down and then looked back again. Mm. I thought that was and the, 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 apart from the stomping. I think that the the, uh, the cyber movement, particularly with Ashad and um, and like I say, the some of the some of the stuff with the other cybermen as well has been really good when they were, they were hiding when Ethan and, uh, and the other humans were hiding and then the Cybermen found them and they sort of wrenched off the top of whatever it was they were hiding in and that wasn't done in a, in a sort of a mechanical way that was, that was very much done in an aggressive, aggressive way but by a Cyberman and So yeah, I thought I thought some of the movement has been very very good,
0: and and of course the master was beyond. He was amazing.
3: Yeah, I think he's been a, he's been a good addition to the role of masters definitely. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I've said before, I don't think we've seen the last of him. I strongly no. suspect.
0: No, I don't think so either.
3: Something Not else. Not with we, the
0: fan response. Something else, else we we, uh,
3: we certainly haven't seen the last of is the Daleks. Oh yeah. I mean it was not exactly a secret that they were back in the Christmas episode. I think this was this was, this was quite common knowledge really but um interesting title for the Christmas episode coming up, yeah, so we've now had resurrection revelation resolution revolution.
0: what is the title coming up i I don't remember
3: it's revolution uh, of the Daleks is the title of the Christmas episode following on from the previous christmas episode which was resolution not of the
0: daleks
3: oh we got a mention oh, yeah. we got
2: we <laughs> got a mention of barusa yes we did yes i like that
3: yeah we got we got a we got a call back to the deadly assassin one thing that did bother me,
2: why did the child keep regenerating? What the fuck was that child up to that it needed to regenerate about eight times?
6: I think it had to do with well, the experiments that, that
2: Tech
1: I, was... I think Tectune had probably been letting it doing. drink bleach. That had to
2: Mummy, yeah. I'm going to climb this tree! Ah, fuck mummy, <laughs> I'm now a boy.
1: Well, she, she doesn't mind leaving, uh, leaving the timeless child to go and play on a clifftop, does she? Apparently not. that's <laughs> fine.
3: And um, interestingly, when when re- regenerating, always regenerated into another child, or yeah, you know, in the early stages, yeah. certainly. There was a
2: nice dark moment with the master. It almost, almost felt as if the master was trying to kill himself. Yes,
3: yes, yeah. With the death particle, when he when he yeah, he seemed the Cybermen. is like, oh, I thought thought maybe that would have released the death particle, but uh,
2: oh, yeah, well. he seemed quite disappointed that he lived. Yeah. Which is an interesting, which which
3: interesting twist. explains in part why he's so reckless with with uh, with his plans all the time because yeah. he doesn't really care if they get screwed up because uh-uh. you know uh-huh. that puts an end to it. all.
2: Uh, there's been a couple of mentions as well that he's referred to brains uh, in the plural. Yes. That do time uh, time lords have two brains? Or
3: I don't know. Oh, you know we, it, we, I don't not know. that we've ever been aware of. rather
2: than rather than saying this brain he says these brains. these
3: brains yes I don't know well then when
0: he turns to her and when she's in the matrix in the in the coil and he said you know about the anger and the hate that lives within within him, you want to know this affects me very deeply, and i it at first it was like ah, uh, okay, when I was thinking about it it's like okay, is that the hate towards her or the fact that they were friends, they that there is no hate towards her, it's the hate towards himself and that's why he doesn't have a problem hurting himself. Mm. And it, it was almost like there isn't if if going back, they were close and they've always described each other as close. Now whether that was a false memory or whether that was true, that they were good friends, they were this, they were that, possibly brothers, now you know that he was made from her, but could they have been brought up as brothers or whatever, sisters, whatever, and siblings, and he loved her, and so this, the hate that he has is not hate towards her, but it's internal hate, and and the way he said it with the tears in his eyes, it's like there's more here than just a hate towards the doctor. There's there's the hate or the timeless child that she was the first. It's more of a self hatred.
2: I did like that she flattened him. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. He looks so cute on the ground <laughs> <I'm
3: sorry>. <laughs> <laughs> um, cool,
0: I do that but.
3: yeah there was um there was that superb scene, wasn't there, when he was sort of taunting her yeah um and she wanted to know more and and she just knocked him to the ground, really yeah, really aggressive it she's she's been. So so
2: much stronger as the Doctor, I think, this year. Oh, without a
1: shadow of a doubt. Yeah, and she's had a lot more to do, hasn't she? She hasn't been. Uh, I mean, I know in this episode she spent a lot of it fairly passively standing around, being told stuff. But on the whole, she's been a lot more proactive, hasn't she? Mm-hmm. Very
3: much so. Yes. Mm. Her
0: acting is amazing. She's she's an amazing actress. Yes. I, I, I
3: yeah, yeah. When, when oh, she's wow. when
2: she's given the right material, without a doubt. Yeah. Wow. Mm
0: her eyes and it's just what I could watch gave me chills mm.
1: I think she's much better when she's up playing against another good actor I think it brings the best out in there I, I find her a bit more irritating when she's doing stuff by herself and she's talking to herself and she's being a bit flappy I don't really enjoy that so much
3: yeah the, the, the yeah. whole the sort of the the breathlessness and the yes the pausing for breath uh, a, a babbling times. a little yeah. bit yeah, yeah
1: but her stuff when she's got somebody good to act against uh, oh god yeah is, is yeah really good
3: yeah which we've seen Excellent. you know, a number of times particularly this season
0: when she was talking to herself though that's when she said I know I'm getting back to myself I'm talking to myself again good good I'm, I'm getting back to myself yeah. and even though she was breathy you know, even though it was like, oh, I'm talking to myself again. Good, I'm talking to myself again. And it was like,
2: when the Joe Doctor, uh, sorry, Joe Doctor, Ruth Doctor said, "There's one thing that you didn't understand," and she said, "Was it the Master or something like that?" And she said, "No." What do we think no. that that was meant?
3: Uh, the one thing that she didn't understand, were, uh, when the conversation between her and the Ruth Doctor, it was the one question that you haven't you haven't asked is was the um, was a shad. Saying the death of everything, I have it within me. Mm. And, ah, right. Okay. And, and then she was like, "Well, what, what on earth could he have meant by that?" And then everybody else, the other humans, all seemed to know what it was about. Oh, there is this death ah, right. surrounding him. That it's okay. Um, that it's that. Uh, yeah, that was what that was all about.
2: weren't the visuals of Gallifrey absolutely stunning?
3: Oh, the sequence where Gallifrey is is being built. Where the capital is being built, yeah. That section there, that when, it, when it, when it's that sort of stop motion, my yeah. stars, that was good.
0: That was beautiful.
2: Oh, just the um, sort of desolate, half destroyed citadel and all that, that. I mean, it just looked gorgeous.
3: Yes, and I still don't think we've seen the end of the end of the Time Lords or of Gallifrey, you know.
1: Oh no.
4: Mm-mm. Mm-mm.
1: I was pleased to see that um, Ryan got a call back as well uh, from his very first episode. Um, You you know that bit where he's got the bomb and everyone keeps saying, oh yeah, that's a call back to the first episode of this series. I actually think you'll find that it's a call back to the first episode of the last series. You you remember when he stood on the hill and he's been trying to ride his bike? Yeah. He gets really frustrated. He picks it up and he throws it approximately three miles (laughs)
3: across (laughs) the hilltop (laughs) into the middle
1: of some woods.
3: He does, that was that was one hell
1: of a shot. Yeah, that's what a throw on him. I'm glad to say they haven't forgotten what a hell of a long distance shot putter shot putter he is. And that uh, um, once again, yeah, he managed to blow up the side with his basketball bomb or whatever yeah, it was. Yeah,
3: I, I think that's that's the uh, that's the, the, the level of gravity
1: on <laughs> <In> Gary. <laughs> right. Well, what's the level of gravity like in Sheffield? Is that different?
3: <laughs> oh, it's really the, gra- the gravity in Sheffield is incredibly powerful. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, it's all it's all the spoons. <laughs> 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 they have a magnetic field.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so I think that that kind of brings it nicely to a close with this. Um, I think what we now need to do is uh, is give it a score. So uh, I, you may have noticed that Drew has been quiet recently. He's been kicked out of the call, not, oh. not by anyone here, but just by his his computer. So he has uh, he has actually left the conversation now, so there's no point going to him for a score.
5: Howdy folks, this is Drew. Uh, thanks to technical difficulties, I did get cut off from the end of this recording. And because of that, I didn't get a chance to give my numeric review of the episode and the series. So here we go. Um, I'm going to give The Timeless Children a 7 out of 10. Now, I don't think the story itself was particularly great. I think the direction was good. I think it looked good. I don't think the acting was particularly amazing. But I'm going to give it such a high rating because I think it really took a chance. It's swung for the fences. And it's really opened up a lot of potential for future seasons of Doctor Who. As for Series 12 as a whole, I'm also going to give it a 7 out of 10. I think it's just miles and miles above... Series 11, as far as quality, storytelling, everything. And really, with the exception of Orphan 55, which I just downright loathed, and Praxius, which I was very kind of lukewarm towards, I think on the whole all the stories were really good. I like Whitaker, but I feel like the fam were not particularly well fleshed out again. uh, And since they're kind of the standee characters for the audience— I didn't really feel as engaged with the stories. Uh, I appreciated them a lot more than I did in previous seasons uh, and I think there were some real creative ideas and it really pushed the envelope. I mean, just Fugitive of the Jadoon alone I like the new Master. I like Joe Martin Doctor. There's just a lot going on with it, but it fell short on in certain aspects of it. So, yeah. 7
3: out of 10.
6: Robin. Oh, I get to go first. Yay! Um, Yay. I'll give it an 8. Uh, yeah, i i mean I liked it, but I was hoping for a little bit more action and a little less standing around with the with with the doctor just standing around being told everything but otherwise, it was just absolutely beautiful and if I were giving the entire series from the first to the last if i'm gonna rate all of them i
3: nine
4: the season uh, nice. i'd give it a
3: nine. Interesting. Yeah, I think we, we can do that. We can do that as well. Sue? So.
0: Oh, it, I know I couldn't watch the entire thing. But what I did see, I would say a 10.5. And <laughs> I would give the entire... I would give the entire... Freak, because there were parts between The Doctor and yes that were beautiful. There was parts that just blew my mind with um, The Master and The Doctor. There were parts between so many different characters that were so beautiful. And just the beauty of what I could see... And the visuals that I could see, um, yeah, I'd say 10.5. That was off the charts. I loved it, except, and here's where I would did not give it an 11. This is why it's a 10.5. The end <laughs> left me going. This is out 10, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm, but but you know, I just upped it a little bit. Um, <coughs> I did not. The end left me saying exactly what Jody said was "What the?" And I did the exact same thing. What the. And, and that's why I did not give an 11 out of 10, because it was wonderful. Now, the whole series, from beginning to end, um, I'm not—it it, it, was—this whole thing was fantastic. So, 20. Sorry, guys. I'm blowing the roof out of it. If you—you you asked me last time, you know, you can't give a 10 because a 10's the highest you could give. What would you do? Well, you go higher. And— <laughs>
1: These go up to 11. They did. I, I, loved
0: I, I mean, I love the last series, and this just blew my mind. I love this series, so...
3: So if next series is better than this series... 30. You're going to be 30. giving it a 30. You know, here, so, basically, so basically, what you're now saying is that anything that you've, you've previously <laughs> given a 10... Is now a 9. ...is probably about a 5.
0: No, <laughs> it's now a 9. No, no, it's now a 9. And, no, actually, I believe in giving, in scoring individually. And if you can give multiple tens, I mean, you can give multiple tens. You can give multiple 10.5s. You can give multiple whatever you want. So I'm giving this one a 10.5. I don't care. And the rest that I said were 10 are definitely still 10. And the ones I said were 9 were, yes, I'm sticking with that. I'm sticking with that.
3: Okay, <laughs> Sue, Sue has reinvented mathematics. Um yes I have and I have my little excellence badge on too by the way
0: that's gold
2: just the one on, only, uh, only the one Only
0: the one <laughs> <laughs> Well actually I have two I have two Darren because you gave
2: Where the hell did you put the other one <laughs> I do
0: I do have two that's right I forgot I'm sorry two of them sorry about
3: that Uh Mark what are you going to score it
1: Um I'll give it a finale a, a disappointing 6
3: And the series as a whole
1: Hmm I think seven, seven and a yeah, seven. Because I I think it's which is def, which is still a massive improvement on last seasons. Uh, I I really didn't enjoy it much last series. So I I think it's it's generally really picked up and there's been some absolutely belting episodes. So but I think there's still um, a lot of work needs to be done. So seven.
2: Fair enough, Darren. Ooh, I think I would give it seven
3: that's for the that's for the finale. <laughs> yeah. Excuse me. And for the series as a whole.
2: For the series? Cuz you've
3: you've really found some contradictory scores for these. You, you know, you've had very high scores for some episodes, very low scores for other episodes.
2: Yeah. I mean, for the series as a whole, I think I'd probably give it 8. Yeah. It's been a f- fantastic improvement for <laughs> Jodie Whittaker there's been some cracking episodes Fugitive of the, of the Dune and Haunting of Villa Dotty*. Villa Dotty, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. They, they were stellar episodes there's been some rubbish uh, Orphan 55 <laughs> um, Benny Benny <laughs> two part episodes don't seem to pay off in the second half so *Spyfall* started off brilliantly and then went to shit in the second episode um, this one not quite so much but it still wasn't the the denouement that we we really could have had but uh, yeah so do you do you
3: think that in part that was because we've had so much thrown at us this year that it set up so much that it was never going to really resolve it everything in a way that was going to be satisfactory to everybody.
2: I think so, yeah. I think they, they did definitely chuck too much at us. If, if they'd kept it a little a little more simple and clean, it would have been slightly better. But, yeah, it, it was a bit messy.
3: Okay. Uh, Randy, then? Um, probably a solid nine for both. Okay. Real, little tidbits that are room for
5: improvement, but overall I was really impressed and uh, just the sense of adventure in the stories and with raising the mystery of making it virtually impossible to guess what's next.
3: Good, good. And as for me, um, I think the finale warrants at least a nine. I thought that we've had some excellent elements of it. I think that the visuals, again, were superb. The design of the, the, the various um aspect of the cybermen was superb uh the music was really uh, atmospheric mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. and uh, the the interactions between master and cyberman master and doctor that that chat between yaz and uh and graham just so much in there to to enjoy. And uh, I I wasn't really I can't say I was disappointed by any of the res- resolutions that we uh, that we got in this. So yeah, I I will give it a nine for the series as a whole. I think it's been the strongest series for a very long time. Like you say, some very very strong episodes. I thought both parts of Spyfall were good. I enjoyed all from Fifty Five. Jadoon was off the charts, brilliant. Haunting of Villa Diodati De- was exceptional, uh, and the two-part finale was was great. And um, and the, the, you know the Tesla episode wasn't bad. I thought Praxias was probably the weak the weak point of the series for me, anyway. Um, and that wasn't bad. I would p- probably rate this in my top ten series of all time. Ooh. And you know it's go- it's going to have to go some to beat things like seasons fourteen, thirteen where I don't think there's a weak story in amongst them because um, I don't think this quite does that but when it when it peaked it peaked this year so I yeah I I think I give the season as a whole again a, a 9 I think I'm on, on the same page as Randy with this I think it's been it's been a proper return to form for the show and I'm very pleased to see it and it's not something that I thought we were going to be saying after the end of last series when there were serious question marks over I think over Chris Chibnall's abilities as a showrunner I Uh, thought
0: last series was so beautiful as far as letting her get her feet wet and letting her come up because he changed sex he changed everything and just took us slowly into okay Chris Chibnall changed sex now we're going to throw you in the deep end (laughs) well not not Chris Chibnall is he Christine Chibnall now well I don't know but I mean he he the doctor changed sex brought her up slowly and then pitched us into the deep end like okay this season here we go guys boom and mm-hmm.
3: well I, I I do think there was this whole change of doctor change of show and a change of day change of lenses change of duration everything changed there was very very little apart from some of the you know behind the scenes stuff working on it but every every sort of major player if you like with the possible exception of Nick Briggs had had changed this year, so I think it was natural that it was going to be a, a a a slowish start, just because everybody was finding their feet at the same time.
0: Well, and if yeah, if he would have thrown us in last season and done this season last season, people would be like, "What the heck? Holy God!"
3: Well, that's what people were saying this season, <laughs> so maybe I that I don't know maybe it would have been it would have been a, a wise decision to have done that last season to have had what we've had this year to have really come in all guns
2: blazing the question with the qu- I think that not my doctor lot would have been farting their <laughs> feathers if they
3: had oh done my God. the only the only thing with that of course is that it, it does <laughs> leave you with where do you go from here and this is the no yeah the question we have to ask ourselves is how does he follow that how does he follow this season Next season. Mm. Oh, I can't uh, wait. Can't wait. You know, it's well gonna, you're gonna have to wait because we've got <laughs> the next episode's ten months away and then the episode after that is probably another nine months or eight months, so
0: But there's Big Finish, so you know, you yeah, know. Yeah, but that's wait, not okay. this series, so is it?
3: That's <laughs> that's a, that's a <laughs> No, no it's not. <laughs> that's that's but different still. doctors, different audios and the Big Finish is still continuing to churn out stuff at a phenomenal rate, so and hopefully we'll have some improvised episodes in between. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> in between Well, then.
0: and and that was a comment that was made, was how do you fill the void between Christmas and the next time the show airs? And it's like, big finish! Big finish all the way. All the way, just big finish, go there. Because a lot of people still, especially in America, that might be catching this on BBC America and just saying, Oh, you know... That's kind of that. That show is really good. I kind of like that. I kind of like that. But are not familiar with Big Finish. How do you fill the hole?
3: You go to. Or Big if Finish. you like your old episodes of
2: Doctor Who, but done a different way.
0: Us. <laughs> Doctor, who's
2: yeah, I'm. I'm. I, I have to admit, I get more excited about big finish releases than I do about uh, the new series.
3: I thought for a minute you were going to say about about us. <laughs> I get more excited about big finish than you. I was going to say, Darren,
0: are you really seriously going to say
3: us? <laughs> oh well, I get more excited yeah. about
2: about than I do about you. That's a no-brainer. <laughs> <laughs> Apart from my lovely to... boobs.
3: That's the last time
2: I shit on your car.
0: Ah, thank you, Sixie.
2: Uh, No, I mean, I think it's because I've got such an affinity with the old classic Doctors and that era. I do get more excited about Big Finish. That's not to say I don't get excited about the new series, I do. But I just have that sort of affinity with the past because I'm an old fossil.
0: Same here. No. (laughs) You know, though,
2: the
3: beauty of the show is that there's always the back history to fall back on. Uh, it keeps presenting us with new stuff both audio written word on screen professionally fan done films. fan fa- fan stuff you know it's it's a it's a bottomless pit of treasure
2: yeah uh, um, but the one thing the one mostly. thing I'd say about Big Finish is I do wish they'd cut back on the spin-offs a bit the
3: one thing I could I do I do say about Big Finish is that there's no way I can keep up with it, <laughs> it just, it's just not possible. No, no, I can't. No, exactly. I,
2: I mean we we've, we've got even, the Donna even, spin-offs, the Jenny even if spin-offs. I could afford
3: to buy all of it. I haven't got the time to listen to
4: all of it. Yeah. <laughs>
0: well, and they're coming it, out with so much, I mean as far as as six, as far as sixy goes, wow. With Flip and with Nicola and it's just it's you know, with Perry, with with Flip and and Flip's world and all this all this wild stuff. It's going to be Yeah just with that one doctor and they're just doing this explosion fa- amazing amazing plus the other ranges oh my god but you, you,
2: you, you've got stuff you've got stuff like the Paternoster gang that Jago and Lightfoot uh, there's a new Donald Nobo uh, box set there's who's mm-hmm. uh, the, <laughs> Donald U- Nobo Nobo yeah <laughs> or all. Uh, there's, there's <laughs> Jenny there's canines left bollock <laughs>
4: Uh, there's so what much what happened to the right one <laughs> I've got that one <laughs>
1: the pig Big josh chronicles
3: <laughs> which is which is good because it's just going whurr,
1: whurr. <laughs> it's just
3: that for 90 minutes with some, <laughs> with some music that <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: with various sounds of his bike crashing.
3: <laughs> just as an aside, and sort of tying in what we've just been saying with Big, about Big Finish with what we were saying earlier about Eagle Moss, Eagle Moss have now produced an eighth Doctor and Lucy Miller set. Yeah. There's actually a figure of Lucy Miller. Ah, oh, Yeah. Which is unbelievable. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah, it's a set. It's the Eighth Doctor. It's Lucy Miller, and it's it's the Dalek Time Controller. Oh
0: wow! Oh wow!
3: In a yeah, good set. luck for,
6: and good luck finding one of those
0: too. I can imagine. Uh, I can imagine.
3: Well, they're still they're still on the Eagle Moss set, a uh, site, So whether or not, you know, oh. I don't know what the uh, the international shipping setup for it all is. But I've, in fact, I I, I, I do
4: I, love
2: Lucy Bleed and Miller. Yeah,
3: but
0: didn't she say she was coming back?
3: I, I'm not even sure that it's out yet. It might be a it might be a coming soon thing.
0: And didn't Sharon. Well, she say she... Sharon is back, isn't she? She said she was coming back, so they're going to obviously resurrect Lucy. And not she got her in spinoff
2: spin off as well? Maybe she yes, did. Yes, yes. Well,
3: this is, she's this, is all, this is all. This is all. This is all prior to her uh, original demise, isn't it? So,
0: Right. Oh, that's, anyway, right, that's right.
3: So, That's a discussion for another day. Who? As to what we'll be doing next time, I don't know. We've got a few things possibly in the pipeline uh, from non-improv base. We might we might go back and look at some um, some old episodes, maybe some classic episodes, and review those. Whilst we're we're trying to get back on on our feet with the uh, with the improv stuff. Obviously, as soon as we can get anything like that done, we will do. We want to get back to doing what the podcast is all about but in the meantime we will be finding other ways to entertain and amuse you listeners and hopefully you have been entertained and amused by our conversation today <laughs> I'd like to thank to Robin, Randy and Darren for joining me in reviewing the whole series and a very big thank you to the absent Drew and the not so absent Mark for coming in to help us out with the finale thank you sterling work by all of you it's been great fun chatting with you <coughs> and listening to Darren Belch
4: <laughs> and, on that,
3: and on that note listeners it's goodbye from me
2: bye, bye. toodle pit there's a fart for you just to <laughs> round things off <laughs> oh god <coughs> <sighs> <It's another. sighs> oh.
4: great
3: stuff great stuff <coughs> so there you have it listeners that was us plus Mark and Drew lovely to hear them both again hopefully they will be joining us again in the near future for other things as I said uh, at the end of it not quite sure what we're going to be doing next there probably won't be anything next week but hopefully in the not too distant future we'll be back with something we'll try and make it entertaining we'll try and make it amusing and we'll try and get back to some improv soon you never know In the meantime, thank you for sticking with us through this series of reviews and we'll see you again soon. Cheers, bye bye.
0: Darren, that was an awesome belch last week. Holy cow! <laughs> <laughs> mm.
2: Thank
4: right you. On
2: time. <laughs> that one wasn't me. No,
4: that,
0: that was, was me this time. time. That was Robin.
2: Yeah, See, I, I was I'm,
0: I'm getting so I can distinguish your belches now. It's kind of scary. <laughs> oh shit!
6: That's kind of <laughs> scary.
5: Feels like old times.
0: Yes, it does. Hey, Drew. <laughs> Hey, everybody. How are you? You know, you know what? We could have actually improved something tonight. <laughs>
4: there's, there's, there's seven well, it's of a little us late reaction. for me to
0: upload a fucking video, so <laughs> um, unless it's not something that's
6: already in the it's Dropbox.
5: Just make something up. Are I'll set the scene. The doctor is suing, doing something. Probably timey-wimey. There? There's a companion there. They're annoying.
3: Yes, yeah, he's doing nothing.
5: <laughs> yes.
4: Whoa! What? <laughs>
5: <laughs> you guys all think I haven't what? been doing anything for six months, but I've really just been doing Yaz's part <laughs> <Ooh>.
6: <laughs> and then go the Drew, this there one.
0: are two fingers flying in the air right now at you
3: Does that mean I'm the bravest person you know?
0: Yes, no
3: <laughs> I, I hope it doesn't mean that you're having a dream <laughs> And those uh, yeah, fingers yeah. flying at you aren't actually attached to anything. Oh,
5: um, nope, they're in my ear now. Great, thanks. Player, not
0: the, the, Sorry
3: about that. Now, now I'm just going
5: to have to be paralyzed home. and tied to something.
0: Wet willy, Wet Willie.
5: <laughs> This—if this season's done nothing else, it's—it's it's given us uh, a plethora of cosplay ideas. I mean, I can oh, just put a good. finger in my ear mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, good.
0: Call it good,
4: yeah.
5: Yeah, I hey, got a Lego Cyberman. Good. I'm going to tie it to a flashlight. I got a bomb. We're good.
4: <laughs> it's, just... it's
3: it's also done wonders for uh, Eagle Moss,
4: who oh, are the yeah. people
3: who do the, the figurine yeah, yeah. collection. Yeah. their new their new range of Doctor figures is going to be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> oh
0: God!
4: Yeah,
3: yeah. What is this pile of ash? Oh, it's Gallifrey. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Right, thank you, everybody. Yes. That was that was fun, that was fun mm-hmm. and interesting, and controversial at times, and mm-hmm. and nice to see that we had differing opinions because mm-hmm. otherwise it's just a, a a slag fest or a praise fest. If well, uh,
2: oh, I really fancy the idea of going to slag fest. <laughs> 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 That'd be fucking hey, that awesome. Be next, <laughs> that would be our
0: next uh, podcast. Like Slagfest. We'd have to come up with music. Yeah, you could do it. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. I really would love to go back and review the old
3: shows. Uh, I, it's, it's something that I'm pretty sure that we will do, because I
0: start with one. Start with Heart. To...
3: Well, I, I think what we ought to review are the stories. Some of the stories that we've actually already covered, because I think if you start reviewing stuff that we're going to do you might potentially be setting yourself up for things right. um, well i mean
0: that's why that's why but we've do, we've
3: done we've <laughs> done 43 stories <laughs> so that gives us quite a choice
2: it's been a, a really good laugh i've really yeah. enjoyed it yeah it's been yeah a lot of fun yeah,
1: yeah. So i'm uh, sorry i have not made it onto one earlier than this but um, i have been quite ill so probably corona <laughs> <laughs> um, a bit too much of the old Corona. So yeah, corona. Uh, but it was a lot of fun. Thank you.
3: Yeah, no, it's a, a, a pleasure to have you on board, Mark. And any time you know you want to join us for anything else in the past, be it uh, in the past, in the future, be it, <laughs> be past, it reviews,
4: <laughs> you, if,
3: if you could join us for stuff in the That's past, that would be a great. hell of a trip. It's <laughs> going to be a hell of an editing <laughs> to edit you into stuff that we've already done. <laughs> wow. Oh Christ. Um, no, but anything in the future, you know, you're more than welcome to join in join in okay, with um, you. You know, improv reviews or whatever. Yeah. Um, if you'd like to get involved with Doctor Who's Line Is It Anyway, there's many different ways that you can do so. Obviously, we're always looking for cast members. So if you just fancy having a go, having a go at a bit of improv, the more people we can get involved, the better the chance of actually recording something and therefore producing new episodes for you to listen to uh, so you can reach us through twitter through facebook any one of us you can speak to myself cat Suki, robin sue any one of us just let, let us know that you're interested and we'll get you in, on board and you can have a go you can also if you like try your hand a bit of editing My new job is taking up a lot of my time and therefore I'm not getting much of an opportunity to do much editing and I can't do much at the moment anyway because all the files are in the ether but if we produce new stuff it would be nice if somebody else would like to have a go at that so you can do that obviously if you fancy producing sound effects music ideas for plots ideas for uh, characters anything like that we'd be more than grateful to receive them and we'll instigate anything that we can for you. And of course, it always helps to uh, boost our, our ratings, boost our public profile if we can get likes and comments on things like iTunes. So if you've listened to the podcast and you like what you hear, just stick a few stars on it for us. Just write a little review. It would be very much appreciated and if it gets us out there... More people hear us. More people might be interested in joining in. We might get more cast as a result of that. Keeps the podcast going. So any assistance you can give us in that direction would be very much appreciated. And as mentioned previously, we will be back in a couple of weeks with our next episode. So until then, cheerio.
4: From all
6: of us here on BBC One, a very good night. Good night.